Welcome to Around the Table, a bi-weekly program that invites you to share your moments of joy, but also your sorrows. I'm Abibi, and you are listening to Around the Table. Escucha, écoute, listen. If you have had an experience that makes you want to leave your job, your spouse, a friend, or even your church that has forced you to leave your country, to find yourself undocumented in America, which drives you crazy, say something, speak out. We want to hear from you. We want you to share your stories with us. You never know where the assistance will come from. As such, today's episode is about undocumented students who dream of brighter future. Students or people who are searching for better air to breathe, a better place to live in America. A young African computer technician man has agreed to tell us his story. Unfortunately, he is not fluent in English. So me, Abibi, host of Around the Table, I'm going to tell you the story of Frederico. Have a seat and take a listen. The luckiest ones will manage to flee the country. The less fortunate will perish. Said Laurent Gbagbo, the former president of the Ivory Coast, about the post-election crisis of October 2010, which ended with more than 3,000 people killed and Gbagbo arrested. And sent to the Hague. The Hague is in the Netherlands. After that statement from President Babu on April 11, 2011, Go decided overnight to abandon everything his family, friends, and career in quest of a safer life for his family. He was taken aback by the political situation. Yet, black men, or I should say, black boys, are made of flesh not clay. Black boys have blood and bone and flesh and feelings. Black boys are alive with hope and dreams, as described in 13 ways of looking at a black boy and 13 artists by Tony Medina. It's a fantastic book of profiles of famous black men. Go is tall, around 5 foot 10. He's a robust, dark-skinned man. He has big black eyes with charming gaze. He always has a smile on his face. One of his friends describes him as being very helpful and human. He is a gentleman and financially generous, said one of his female friends. Not like other stingy men I know of, said the lady. Go likes to dress. He likes to wear a low-cut hairstyle and look chic. He used to be a party-goer. In Ivory Coast, he is married with two children. The girls was three years old and the boys was barely a few months old when the war broke. Today, they are going 10 and 13 years old. He always wanted to be a self-employed. He opened a computer business. He built repaired and sold computer equipments. We did not know when stability would return after three months. I had to go find a safer heaven for the sake of my family. He said, Go was a fervent supporter of the former Ivorian Popular Front Party, FBI and President Laurent Gbagbo. The new head office, Alassane Ouattara, was determined to chase down and jail all FBI supporters. Go's life was still at stake at any moment. He left the country a few months 
after the new government reopened the land and the airport borders. He did not speak English. He came once to America in New York precisely for business two years prior. As such, he obtained 10 years visa. So when he decided to leave the country, his only obstacle was the plane ticket. He had the ambition to return to New York, but Faith decided otherwise. When he went to the travel agency, all planes in direction of New York were fully booked. The only option was Los Angeles. He did not think twice. He booked his ticket, even though he knew no one on the West Coast. Gowit took off from Abidjan, the capital city, to Los Angeles, California, in July 2011. He did not know anybody in Los Angeles. The only lifeline he had was a phone number of a friend from a friend in New York. He was supposed to call once he landed in LAX, Los Angeles airport. He had a 16 hours flight. He had all the time to worry about the new adventure and think about how he was going to change his status from to a refugee. Before that, he never thought of leaving his native country. He was extremely happy there with his family. When the immigration officer at LAX addressed him, Go put his A-game on. He introduced himself in his broken English. He said that the immigration officer asked him the purpose of his visit. I, Go Frederick, community meeting for political reason. With a big smile, the officer looked at him and responded, okay, welcome to Los Angeles, and gave him his passport. Besides, go report in his humorous tone that he was dressed like a big boss or a prince in a well-ironed and expensive suit. He was handsome. He wore a rather expensive perfume. Why? From Yves Saint Laurent, it invades the atmosphere with a very pleasant smell as soon as one enters the location. And like now, he does not even remember the last time he went to the barber, he said. As a believer, I think that God was by my side that day. Go picked up his very heavy blue suitcases and left. Then he went to the information desk to make a phone call. He remembers that the information desk lady was very nice. Since he did not master the English language, the only word he said was French, French. She understood that he was a French speaker. She dialed the number and handed him the phone. Fortunately, his contact picked up. He was also a 30-years-old young Ivorian man called Arsène Doe. He worked as a security guard in a security company. They exchanged briefly. Go said that Do asked him to take a yellow cab to meet him at home. Go wrote the address down. He said, okay. He hung up, handed the phone back to the lady and thanked her. He managed to find a taxi. Once in the taxi, he handed the address to the driver who dropped him off downtown on Wilshire Boulevard. Go said he was thankful because his arrival in Los Angeles was very smooth compared to his apprehensions. What about if Doe never responded to the call? I didn't have a personal cell phone. That would have been another headache, he said. He had very little money, not even enough for a hotel room. He was getting late. His new friend and himself arrived at home around 7 p.m. He was famished, tired, but optimistic. 
He said that his friend took very good care of him. He was single and lived in a studio apartment in Koreatown. Although he had a 10-year visa in his passport, Gohu could not afford any mistake. As a visitor, he could only stay in the United States for six months, after which he had to leave America. With the help of the Ivorian community one month after he arrived, he went online and applied for asylum. He said, the definition of asylum according to the immigration says that an asylum seeker is someone who is seeking international protection from dangers in his or her home country. However, asylum seeker may apply for protection in the country of destination. In another word, they must arrive at or cross a border in order to apply. It's everyone's legal right to seek asylum according to the signatory of the 1967 United Nations Protocol and through the U.S. immigration law. The United States has legal obligation to provide protection to those who qualify. If their application is ultimately accepted, the asylum seeker receive ISALI status, granting them relief from deporting and right to work legally in the U.S., said the Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Services. It reports that thousand immigrant asylum seekers and refugees make the incredibly difficult decision to leave their countries in search of safety and better lives every day. Currently, there are nearly 80 million men, women, and children fleeing war, persecution, political turmoil. A refugee is a person who has fled their country of origin and is unable to or unwilling to return because of well-founded fear of being persecuted because of their race, religion, nationality, membership of a particular social group or political opinion. Once they have fled their country, they must apply for refugee status with the official entity, such as government or United Nations refugee agencies, which determine whether a person meets the definition of refugee based on well-founded fear. The process of obtaining refugee status can last for years, forcing many applicants to wait abroad in refugee camp with dangerous living conditions. They are not permitted to enter their destination country until their application has been processed, accepted, and been cleared for travel. Once the refugee resettled in the U.S., they immediately have certain right and access to assistance, such as loan for travel to the U.S., eligibility for medical and cash assistance through non-profit support, such as lawyers, caseworkers, help them navigate social services, identify safe housing, and learn English. Fortunately for Go, the community was very active in finding him a job as a security agent. But he said that he took advantage of all these services for a very short time because through the Department of Social Services in Los Angeles. The assistant stopped as soon as he declared his wages. In the meantime, Go was already registered at the Los Angeles City College, a public community college located on Vermont Avenue and Santa Monica Boulevard to learn English as a second language and earn an associate degree in health and science. There, he was introduced to the Dream Resource Center. Carolina Yernesian is the contact in charge of the center. Gou said that there's a variety of resources to support undocumented students. For them, to survive and thrive. In other words, to do well. Go's case was quickly resolved because the aftermath of 
the 2010 election in Ivory Coast was still on the news and easily verifiable. Two months later, he was approved as a refugee. He went for an interview at the asylum office in Einahan. There, he got fingerprinted free of charge at the LifeScan office on Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. He received a working permit two weeks later following by a green card shortly after. Today, Go has successfully settled his immigration status from refugees to citizen. He speaks better English. He has an apartment, but he also suffered a severe stroke, which has disabled him from the right side of his body and left him with a speech impediment two years ago. Today, Go has recovered 99% of his speech. He was working two jobs to achieve his American dream rapidly. He lives alone and he's unemployed. His next step is to file for his family members still abroad to join him. The moral of the story is that sometimes, by wanting to go too rapidly, we lose. That's the end of the show. We were around the table with Abibi and Frederick Go. The story was about an undocumented computer technician from the Ivory Coast. He went through thick and thin, but who doesn't in life, one will say. Well, let me tell you, as an undocumented, you never have peace of mind. Therefore, you never sleep well. The undocumented situation looked like a hanging fruit above your head until you resolve it. This podcast is dedicated to all the undocumented out there. Do not lose hope. There is help somewhere, somewhat. Keep searching and you will find. If you have enjoyed the podcast, share it massively. Remember to subscribe to our channel. Activate the notification bell so you won't miss our next episodes. Talking about that... I'm going to contact and visit the Dream Center at Los Angeles City College to see how a great job they do in helping undocumented students or people. Many thanks to our translator, Mr. Kwametano, who acted as Go for the Codes. For now, follow me on facebook.com slash abib123. Also, remember to send your comments and topic requests to abib at gmail.com. See you next time. And remember to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about Around the Table with Abibi. Thank you.